question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Oh, yes, guy. Here we go again. Jim Taddy and the legendary Perry Lefko with you. Coming up on the broadcast, Jermaine Franklin will stop by from Sports Center. And, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what we're going to razz him about. Uh, Trish Power will be by Owen Power's mother. Owen Power, number one in the NHL entry draft this summer to the Buffalo Sabres going to uh, University of Michigan, returning there for another season. I mean, the University of Michigan is quite a story as well, that hockey team. And our good friend Herb Braley will stop by in segment number three. And, of course, segment number four, the obligatory. Yes, guy, no guy, with some zingers, some Labor Day weekend zingers for Perry Lefko. Perry, how are you today, sir? Jim, doing great. Uh, enjoying the last bit of summer, because when it's Labor Day, I consider that the demarcation point for the end of summer. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? It's all over. Everything shifts. All of a sudden, uh, after supper, you go to you know, go outside. It's uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> it gets darker earlier. It seems to happen real fast in September, and and suddenly the summer is just a memory. Totally agree with you. Highlights of your summer, Mister Lefko. When you look back on it, what do you think of? Well, last week I was spending some time in Peterborough and spending some time today with some friends in Fort Erie. So I think it's my summer has been consistent with. Good friends, good weather, and good times. Yeah, and it's a slight change. Sometimes we forget how isolated last summer was, and, and it was. And, and uh, you know, there's we're not normal yet, but we're getting there. So, uh, you know, things to be happy about. Before we get going, Fox 40 is proud to announce the launch of Ron Foxcroft's new book, The 40 Ways of the Fox. Order your copy today at fox40shop.com. Net proceeds go to Liberty for Youth and City Kids, two organizations that do wonderful work in our community. Looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park, managing broker, Remax West Realty Brokerage, has 26 award-winning years of real estate experience. And looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service? Well, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call him or text him at 647-292-8886. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anybody. Uh, so looking forward to our guest. Jermaine Franklin is fun. He's uh, got a great career going at Sports Center after uh, covering uh, and working in Calgary for a number of years. He's had some some great assignments, so that'll be a nice conversation. Trish Power, Trish Power can tell us uh, the ins and outs of Owen, the sort of how Owen became such a great hockey player. And Herb Braley, well, we're going to go all over the place with Herb uh, Perry because we can, right? And Herb's that type of guy. Whatever Whatever type of questions we have, he'll supply the answers, and the good thing is he'll supply some education on investing. Yeah, he will. I just got back from a trip out west, so anytime somebody travels, I I sort of do a debrief on protocols and all that stuff because, you know, it's kind of an interesting situation we're in. We're trying to get back to normal. Uh, Physically, it might be easier than emotionally because, uh, you know, a lot of us have been um, not isolated but on our own for a while, and, and it just you have to be motivated to get back to you know, what are you getting back to? It's a whole procedure there. So I don't know where everybody is on that, but I'm trying hard to, to sort of get out more and, and do more things and, and, uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, just sort of circulate as we did before, which sometimes you forget how to do that. Yeah, I've started going back to the gym because the gyms are open and there's some protocols in there that, uh, you know, that must be observed and must be taken into account. But, uh, 
You know what? I think uh, we, we've gone through such an extraordinary time in our lives with so many different things happening. Um, I think sometimes you just have to take a step back and just breathe and say, you know, it's okay. We'll get through all this. Yeah, so let's welcome in our first guest, Jermaine Franklin. Jermaine, how are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's it going, gentlemen? Good, good. Welcome aboard. So you know what I'm going to go for first. Give us the ins and out of that source commercial. I want to know how many takes some of that stuff took. <laughs> one take wonder, Jim. One take wonder. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny to see myself uh, on TV in that way. It's uh, uh, seems to be in heavy rotation, so it's a little awkward. But but we had a lot of fun uh, doing those commercials, and uh, the entire family was involved. So my kids uh, got a huge kick out of it, and uh, they really enjoy seeing themselves on TV and bragging to their friends. That's for sure. Jermaine, you and I go way back. And I've watched your career. I've been impressed with what you've done, and you're back here in Toronto. So Jim took away all the questions I had for the Source commercial and the fact that that is your kids <laughs> in the commercial. But I want to know, what's it like being back home again? Uh, it's great. It's, uh, it's awesome. There's no place like home, Perry. It's good to, good to hear your voice. Uh, by the way, yeah, we go way back. It's, uh, it's been a long journey but uh, in so many ways, time flies so fast. So um, the 17 years spent in Calgary, both my kids were uh, born there, was, was outstanding. Calgary is uh, like a second home. But coming back to Ontario where um, my family is, my, my uh, brother and sister, my parents, uh, same with my wife and, and her mom and her uh, siblings, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. Even during the pandemic, and we didn't get to see everybody very much um, at all, it's still being close enough to to know that they're around the corner and to to see them when it was when it was when we could um uh it's hard to explain but it's great to be back that's for sure jermaine i, I am perplexed that legendary writer perry lefko didn't understand that there's more source commercial questions so you're in the kitchen you, you, you're by yourself you, you look at the screen and you do the fist pump what was on the screen <laughs> uh, there wasn't much on the screen to tell you the truth, but I imagined, you know, the, the, uh, I imagined, uh, we'll say Rennie Paradez getting the winning field goal for the Stampeders or, or we'll say, uh, we'll say Johnny Gaudreau getting a winning goal for the Flames, something like that. Uh, but what was actually on the screen, I think it was a green screen so they could put whatever they wanted on there. <laughs> or now that I'm, now that I'm in Toronto, let's say, uh, let's say Austin Matthews with another, uh, crazy shot from the top of the circle. All right, Jim, you forced me into talking about the commercial with a question you didn't ask because you took all the questions. I want to know, Jermaine, did Daryl, did Darren Detition, help you get ready for those commercials and did the source want you to bulk up like Darren? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not one <laughs> bit. Dutchie was Dutchie didn't help me at all. He's like he doesn't he doesn't want the competition. <laughs> Just kidding, but but uh yeah, no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun and and it was uh the when they when they approached us, um they did send uh Dutchie's uh Dutchie's commercial they sent Hedger's commercial just to give me an idea of what uh what we'd be doing and uh okay okay um, so, so, 
we're pulling the pulling the curtain back on on some of these scenes. So so there's the the one I think that starts it where you you've completed your run. I mean, you never look like that when you complete your run, do you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I always look absolutely exhausted. <laughs> but but they wanted the products to look good, so the run was uh, shortened. Uh, if I were doing a 5K run, that run was shortened by about 5.95K. <laughs> it was a nice half block of that, you know, just coming up. That's the magic of television. But I thought I sold it. I thought I sold it, Jim. I had a heavy, a heavy uh, cadence, deep breaths. Woo. They even put some mist on me, but uh, <laughs> but no. I was looking for a little more desperation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little more relief that it's over. That's what it would have been uh, normally for me too, as I end up counting the steps. Like, okay, this is enough. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And the and the watch that they that uh, the Samsung watch was was out of this world. It's almost scary the things that it can measure, and it's telling you all about your your. Uh, what is it? Uh, your your weight index and and uh, your your blood count or something like that. It's just nuts. But uh, it's a beautiful watch. But um, in terms of the commercial, yeah, there was a lot of takes too. The days are long. It's a lot of hurry up and wait. Uh, but yeah. uh, but all worth it in the end. All worth Jermaine, it. Jermaine, you spent seventeen years it. in Calgary. You're back home. Did the commercials tell you that you've made it? That if there was something that suggested, like I'm a star right now, was it getting to do those commercials? <laughs> well, you know what? It was a little bit of a hint. I don't know if I'm a star, but uh, but it was a little bit of a hint that when when you're in the big city, uh, there are more opportunities, and when you're when you're in the line of sight of. Uh, um, as you guys know, when you're in the line of sight of the big grass, we'll say, all of a sudden um, it's like, oh, what about Jermaine? Okay, well, let's uh, let's give that a try. So I think that's what the commercial was is uh, was a was a big sign of. It's like you're you're being noticed a little bit, and maybe stardom is 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 possible to come. Not that Calgary wasn't a great spot to be, but it's just not, uh, it's certainly not Toronto, and it certainly doesn't have the same opportunities to do a little bit of side projects uh, like, like the Source commercial uh, offered. So yeah, for, for, for in terms of being, uh, I don't want to say a star, but uh, being noticed a little bit more coming back home, um, it's what it's all about. Jermaine, uh, for the aspiring broadcasters in the audience, uh, how could you compare what you did, your beat in Calgary, with what you're doing now? Those are two totally different disciplines. Absolutely, and it's it's uh, it's an adjustment that uh, that I'm still making. So basically, what I did in Calgary is I was a beat reporter. I followed the Flames, I followed the Stampeders uh, mainly, and I got to travel a little bit uh, covering the NBA Finals and NCAA. Uh, March Madness, um, and and what I would say the focus of of my reporting would be um, specific teams and players, and I would I was the 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 go to guy to find out information on on those teams, the Flames, the Stampeders, um, hot, uh, Hockey Canada, because that's where it's based. Um, whenever the Olympic cycle was coming around, a lot of athletes train at Windsport, so those little things. Um, those things I would, I would get to know the athletes. I'd, I'd have relationships, uh, with, 
with the athletes and the brass of, of you know, the GM and the co- head coaches of those teams. And, uh, and it was, it was a really cool, now that I look back a little bit, it was, it was a really cool position to be in. Now that I'm here in Toronto, I am on the desk. So I'm basically jack of all trades. I, I, uh, I talk about the highlights. Um, and I, I do the highlights and it's, it's, you, you got, you have to have a knowledge of, of everything. And, uh, and that's one thing that, that is different because, uh, because you need to know everything, you're not as, uh, steeped in, in the, in the landscape of the NHL or in the landscape of, of a specific team, a specific conference, uh, you know, a specific um, area in the West. So that's something that, uh, that, that I'm getting used to as well, because, uh, if you want to keep up the way that you did with a uh, few teams, um, it takes a, a lot more, a lot more time, I guess, uh, to, to make sure you got everything in your, in your P's and Q's. Jermaine, if memory serves correct, when it was announced you were going to be leaving Calgary to come to Toronto, did the Flames do something at one of their practices just to acknowledge you or just, you know, make you feel like you made an impression on them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's right, Perry. I mean, that was, uh, um, uh, well, as you can tell, I'm still a little bit speechless when I think about it, but, um, but all those years covering the Flames, uh, I'd like to say that, like I said, you form relationships with people, um, but it was a it was very respectful relationship. Even though um, I certainly uh, didn't shy away from from the hard questions and making them feel uncomfortable, they knew that it was coming from uh, it was coming from uh, a space of professionalism. There was no there was never any gotcha journalism in my resume, which I'm pretty proud of. And uh, and I think that had a lot to do with the flames. Uh, one one uh, practice. Um, ended up, they put something on the jumbotron, uh, and their in-house and their, and it was actually because it was the pandemic, it was actually, uh, a red and white game. And it was, um, as they were preparing for the season to restart and they had their in-house announcer in Beasley and, uh, and they put something on the screen and Beasley voiced it and they and they had a montage of uh, a lot of different moments that I've had in Calgary uh, in or around the Flames and the Stampeders because it's the same ownership. I'm a, I was shocked that they got these pictures, but of course uh, my buddies uh, behind the scenes, like Ryan Vardy, my camera guy, um, even Ryan Leslie, uh, who works for Sportsnet, they, uh, they, they gave a few picks and a few moments for them to run and they literally ran a montage and, and said thank you for for your time in Calgary, which was which was stunning at the time, and it's still uh, still a little bit uh, surprising when you think about it because I've never seen that done for for someone uh, before in my uh, two plus decades in the business. So I was uh, really taken aback and really uh, uh, appreciative of of the recognition. Jermaine, really appreciate your time. I don't want to get in the way of your run, so we'll have to let you go. Thank you. (laughs) No worries, actually. This was great because I'm unpacking boxes. Moving is the worst, boys. The worst. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good luck with that. Anyway, thanks a lot, Jermaine. Appreciate it. Oh, no help. I noticed you didn't help. You're not offering to help.
No truck, Perry. No, no help from Jim either. No, that's Sorry, not guy, in our contract. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. See Thank you. Thank you. That's Jermaine Franklin from Sports Center at TSNJ Franklin is the Twitter account. Coming up next, Trish Power, mother of Owen, and later on, Herb Braley. If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park, managing broker REMAX West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call Charles at 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.net. And stay safe in the water this summer. For all your marine safety needs, visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. This is YESGUY, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes, Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy Perry left go with you. Homeowners and first-time buyers, if you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean or visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416 885 1761. So getting set to talk to Herb Braley, our financial guru, uh, in segment number three. And I, I think it's a robust edition of Yes Guy, No Guy in segment four, Perry. Are you ready for this? Uh, you tell me you struggle with this segment. I mean, obviously, I, I kind of let the listeners decide that. But if you want to admit that, go ahead. You know, what's what's said between you and me stays between me and you. So now that you've let it, the whole audience know about this, I think I'm going to have to do something different, maybe even challenge you. How's that? Oh, sure. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. <laughs> sure. I look forward to that, uh, and uh, it will be fun. I just really enjoyed and You know, you've known Jermaine Franklin for a long time. So have I. I really enjoyed that conversation. Uh, great to see him um, on Sports Center. We we'll see him more, I guess, is is the way to to describe that because he did a great job in Calgary, no question about that, and, and brings a lot to the table. This guy, I just I, I find it really fascinating. The TSN is uh, full of a lot of uh, the building's full of a lot of talented people, and it's it's neat to see them grow into things and do different things. And you know, there was a time in the business when when uh, that type of development didn't really happen at, at certainly at the big league level that would happened maybe in the lower league level uh you know d- smaller cities but that doesn't really happen anymore either so the business has changed and, and jermaine franklin is, is leading the way I, I really enjoyed that conversation yeah i think it was good too i just want to point out that uh we were going to have trish a uh, power in the segment i think we can still get her so i don't know if we should just try to go to a commercial and i'll uh i'll provide ben with the information he needs to know to get a hold of her yeah. Okay. We'll do that, and uh, then what we'll do is we'll we'll uh, sort of squish things, uh, two things into the next segment. So coming up next, Trish Power and Herb Braley. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. He specializes in mortgage financing for purchases, refinances, home equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact him on Twitter at MTG Dean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416 885 17 
61. And while we're at it, Fox 40 is proud to announce the launch of Ron Foxcroft's new book, The 40 Ways of the Fox. Order your copy today at fox40shop.com. Net proceeds go to Liberty for Youth and City Kids, two organizations that do wonderful work in our community. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050, tsn1050.ca, also available on the TSN and iHeartRadio apps. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. And we can take that a step further. Herb is with us now. Herb, how are you today, sir? I am good. It's always good to be back on Yes Guy. How are you doing? (laughs) Good, good. Let me check. Everything's good here. Um, Let me ask you a a non-sports question, a non-financial advisor question right off the top. You just, you went out west. You just got back. So, so take us through, you know, how that trip happened and and like some of the things that you may have protocoled or or been forced to do or, or maybe not. I mean, how, how easy or difficult was the trip? Well, you know, the trip had been booked a few months in advance, um, just taking the chance that things were going to move along, right? And it seemed to be uh, positive with restrictions being lifted everywhere. And and it wasn't until about a week or two before the trip that we started to hear about and see in the news that the numbers were going up in Alberta and, and Edmonton proper, more specifically, exactly where we were flying into. And um, we just took the, uh, the the educated decision to to keep the trip and do all the things that we're used to doing here. So you know, keeping the distance and wearing masks and washing hands and all that stuff. And I will tell you, um, all the business uh, workers and owners out there in Edmonton, um, everyone was wearing masks. But I would say that probably about half of the tourists or the locals. Um, in the city and in the big mall out there were without masks. So that was a little a little unsettling. Um, park as well out there, and every, everything was spread out, and there's less people to begin with. So it was, it was more of the same on a smaller scale. But uh, glad that we went and had a great time and would do it again. Well, Herb, you told me during the week that, that you had gone to Jasper, and uh, my family and I, we went there a couple of years ago, did the Banff Jasper thing, and I would say to anybody who ever really wants to experience that part of Western Canada, specifically Alberta, that's what you should do. Did you have the same impression when you saw it, when you, you know, when you were in Jasper? Yeah, I mean, right away after entering the gates of the park, uh, and that is a massive national park. Um, as you know, Perry, uh, there's warnings about, you know, live animals crossing the road, and usually you take that, you know, with a grain of salt. Most places you're at rarely see anything, but there were massive mountain goats and sheep and elk all over the place, some moose too, and uh, you have to drive a little slower through there, but it's the best scenery around i mean short of maybe the uh the the bc side of uh the rockies as well but uh that is a, a memorable trip i mean being able to uh take a tour up the glaciers there and drink some water from the glacier and all those views during the day and at night it's uh it's a special uh, special spot to go to and with the pandemic and people 
um, not being able to go to the U.S. and it not making sense to go to maybe some other places they would normally go to. I think that if you can go east or west and see some parts of the country that you haven't seen, um, you should. I, and uh, not that the pandemic's an excuse, but that was uh, that was good fun out there. Herb, let's get into some uh, financial advice. I'm going to throw three words at you. Critical illness insurance. Yeah. Um, critical illness insurance is what I like to call a gap filler between life insurance and disability insurance. And most people have heard of maybe even all three of them, but, uh, but then there are some people who, who won't understand what critical illness insurance is for and what it does and what it's all about. Essentially, it's to help families who suddenly find themselves dealing with a life-threatening illness in, in, the, in the household. And so um, uh, we all know the top 25 terrible life-threatening illnesses. If we took a, a few minutes, we probably hit most of them. But the big four are cancer, heart attack, stroke, bypass. And we have family members or friends who have gotten the bad news or the calls on those things. And um, what happens generally is it's a financial blow to a husband or wife or to a family when they when they are stricken with this situation because the only thing they're thinking about is survival at that point literally everything and quite often the person who who's been diagnosed or the spouse of the person who's been diagnosed have to take a year or a year and a half off work just to deal with a smooth recovery because nowadays and I'm being positive remember I'm glass half full guy medical science is allowing us to to beat these conditions in the first go round, especially if we're younger. So um, the money from a critical illness policy is paid out much like a life insurance policy, only the difference is it's paid to the living, to the person who is insured, and it's tax-free money. And typically that money, um, uh, I lost my train of thought here for a second, typically you have to survive 30 days to to receive the proceeds, and um, that money will offset loss of income for the period of time that the person is recovering, the, the year, the year and a half. So I get people to buy, if they make 100000 a year, maybe buy a $100,000 policy or $150,000 policy. The other side of those contracts is if you never make a claim, they pay, on many of the contracts, they pay back... 100% of the premiums at some point down the road. It's a designated point in time. Sometimes it's year 10, year 15, age 60, age 65, or when you can start getting it back. So it's a really nice benefit to have to mesh in with the other benefits. And if you never get sick, which is what we all hope and think is going to happen, you can get all your money back somewhere down the road. I just want to point out right now, I did get a hold of Trish Powers. She wasn't able to join us uh, today, so we'll have her on the show next week. Um, we apologize for that. But Herb, I wanted to talk to you about the TSX. Like the number every day is like a record number. So some people have money, they don't know what to do, how to invest it properly. And you and I have talked about this before. The importance of having uh, someone that can help you to understand how to manage your money. And you've been doing this forever. Has the fact that the TSX been kind of going out of control uh, helped you or hindered you in terms of trying to help people to understand this? 
Well, just being honest, I would say that uh, the fact that I'm not getting any calls, you know, questions about the markets uh, <laughs> echoes your sentiments that the markets have been doing really well. Normally, uh, financial advisors like me, we only get calls when the market's down for a little while or a little bit. And I was thinking about the same thing um, that you're asking me on, uh, Perry, and I would say that there's, the signs are good for the future, at least the short run, that the market's going to continue the way it is because people obviously have confidence in the market. Uh, the, um, the earnings numbers for companies in key industries and sectors is up. Uh, they've outperformed what, what, what was being projected. Um, people are trading stocks within all kinds of in- industries and sectors, and that's a good sign. Um, the government, although they've talked about um, raising interest rates, they haven't done that, and they probably aren't going to do it for a while. They're really worried about you know, um, inflation going up and um, the jobs going down and so forth. And um, there's been no talk in the governments uh, to a large degree about raising taxes on people. So all these factors together um, have made it a very positive scenario for people who are, who are in the stock market or who have mutual funds or segregated funds like I've talked about before. I think those are all better alternatives, certainly, than anybody leaving their money in, in interest-bearing vehicles. And um, I'm a conservative guy. I started in the insurance industry. So, you know, I'm going to lean towards mutual funds or the insurance industry's version of those because you can spread the risk over all kinds of different companies with those. So good time to have a portfolio at, at least uh, to the end of the year and the beginning of 2022. Uh, it looks looks like it's still going to be roaring. You know, Herb, I just want to follow up on that. So, so with uh, that sort of uh, marching order, uh, the uh, stability with the uh, the rates, uh, lack of increase, uh, the taxes seem to be stable, uh, and the debt load where it is. What would be the sign that 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 situation is about to change? Because that's that would trigger the market change, right? Yeah, I think when you start to hear that earnings are not so great within the companies, and if the if the if the uh, the Bank of Canada actually starts to um, raise the interest rate. Usually, interest rates work inverse to the to the to the markets of the world. So, if the markets are going up, I mean, sorry, if the uh, interest rates are going up, then the markets are going to be going down. Um, if we start to hear that certain industries, uh, people are not too happy about what's going on in certain industries, then that's a sign. Um, sometimes around elections, okay, the, the market can go the other way, but there's no real sign that that's likely to happen in the next uh, in the next few weeks here in Canada. And quite frankly, we follow what goes on in the U.S. anyway. Uh, so I would say those those few things are uh, signs of maybe um, it cooling off. But even if there's a correction for a period of a few days, Jim. Generally, the market comes back pretty quickly and recovers. So I always say to people, if you see the market's going down for a while, for God's sake, don't sell everything or sell stuff you have because you'll be okay. The values will come back up. You'll recover your profits, and we want to be in there for the long term anyway. Herb, we've talked all about money, investing, and things that you should be aware of, but I wanted to ask you about something near and dear to your heart, the Labor Day game in Hamilton, which you said you're going to be there with your son. For anybody who hasn't experienced it, what is Labor Day like in Hamilton? At least the Hamilton Tire Cats against the Argos. Yeah, you know, um, I was listening to you guys earlier, and I, I was thinking uh, this is obviously the first football game 
in Hamilton uh, since the pandemic started. Um, uh, it's the first time that I'm going to be back in the stadium or my relative since my uncle, David Braley, passed away. So it's a little different. That's going to be a little weird. I'm not, I'm not sure what's happening with that there. But um, we, uh, we just have so many memories of so many great games, and particularly the Labor Day game, right, Perry? As long as Hamilton beats Toronto on Labor Day, it almost doesn't matter so much how the season ends up, except for maybe this year <laughs> because we want to be in the Grey Cup. So I'm looking forward to going there and maybe doing some tailgating and uh, visiting with my my cousins and uh, have some laughs about uh, Grey Cups we've been to and games in years past. Just see what everybody's doing and and uh, it's just going to be it's going to be fun. Signals the beginning, uh, the unofficial beginning of the CFL season, right? I always think that we start to really get into CFL football around Labor Day and uh, kids are going back to school and all that jazz. So. The CFL obviously is, is very important to your family, aside from your, your uncle David and, and his involvement uh, in the league at, at pretty well all levels. I mean, he was a, a force for the CFL, that's for sure. Uh, but do you have any sort of off-the-track off the CFL stories that you'd like to share with us? Well, I can, I can tell you a G-rated uh, TSN personality-related story, which is kind of funny that involves a lot of members of my family, if, if uh, you'll indulge sure, me. Sure. Yeah, yes. so about uh, 25 years ago, when uh, Matt Dunnigan was wrapping up his career with the Tiger Cats, um, I was out for a, a birthday dinner in Hamilton at a steakhouse up on the mountain that will remain nameless. Uh, with uh, my cousins and my grandmother. And my grandmother, God bless her, she's passed long ago, but she would take me and my and my cousins, because our birthdays were all close together, out for dinner one night. And so we probably would have all been mid-20s, late-20s at the time. And uh, we were sitting there uh, roaring with laughter, having dinner, and, and Matt Dunnigan walks into the restaurant, and he goes and sits by himself in the corner at his back to us. And... Um, my cousin leaned over to me and he said, what do you think if we get a cake and a song rerouted from our table over to Dunnigan? And I said, I love it. So I ran into the kitchen of the keg and I was able to convince the staff that we knew him, even though we didn't at the time, and, um, and that it was his birthday in the next week or so. And so wasn't sure if they'd actually buy in and do it, but they they came out of the restaurant, about 12 folks, circled Dunnigan at the table while he's eating his steak and, and started into this song with sparklers and stuff and clapping their hands. And, and in true class uh, Dunnigan style, you know, and in, being in control, he didn't even almost look up from his plate. He just kept eating. And we were buckled over and dying at the table across the restaurant. And we were razzing him, you know, telling, me, telling him he ain't what he used to be and so forth. And, <laughs> and, and he leaned back and said, I can hear you. But by the way, you're only off by about a month. And um, when the whole song was over with, he got up and started to make his way over to the table. And I thought, oh, Jesus, we're in trouble. You know, because Dunnigan's always pretty jacked, right? And I thought, uh-oh, what's, what's, what's this all about? And uh, he came right over, and he looked at my grandmother, and he said, so are these guys with you? And uh, she says, yeah, it's my grandsons. And he said, you know, they kind of remind me of my brothers. And um, I think I'd like, I'm just going to go finish my steak, and I'd like to come over with you and have some after-dinner drinks and chat with you for a while. How about that for a CFL yeah. story? That would not happen in the NFL, I assure you. 
And, uh, and we talked a bit about that, right, Jim? In that the CFL, yeah. everyone is uh, uh, not a loser. They're, they're, they're amongst us. Yeah, they're amongst us. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it, you can verify, you can fact check that one. I mean, Maddie, uh, you know, I would see him at golf tournaments over the years, uh, alumni tournaments and at games where he was covering and Grey Cups. And he remembers that. And we, and we joke about it and sort of catch up quickly, you know. And um, I, I'm sure now if my cousins are listening, we'll probably, we'll probably reminisce and laugh a bit about that, about that story at the game on Monday. Herb, I want to thank you for stopping by, and you're a glass-half-full guy, but I think we're going to reduce that to great guy. How's that? Uh, what guy would not like that? I mean, come on. Who, who doesn't guy. want to have that title? So, okay. Glad yeah, to be with you guys. Great. Yes, guy. Glad to be with you guys on the Yes Guy, of course, and uh, look forward to hearing from uh, the Powers, you know, as a Sabres fan. We're looking forward to, to the young guys showing up and uh, – you know, turning things around with whatever else they're doing in place there for us. So. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Sorry for the laughter. I hope that works out. Uh, Herb, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Uh, this segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, you just heard him, is ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one eight seven 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 three four three zero five five, or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. And if he's in a restaurant with you, look out for the birthday cake. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050. Oh, yes. First up. Stay safe in the water this summer for all your marine safety needs. Visit fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your entire order. Yes, guy. No guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the officially sanctioned Yes Guy, No Guy edition on the Yes Guy radio show. So everything's signed and sealed. Everything's being honored here. Uh, all legalities uh, are in place for this uh, this particular segment. Uh, Perry, go ahead, sir. Do you think tennis has a problem with players taking bathroom breaks that are extremely long? And I'm referring to Stefano Tsitsipa. Um, yes, Guy. Yes, there is a problem there, and uh, I think that uh, uh, somebody has to remind everybody about the, the time limit there. That That's an ongoing concern, so uh, an emphatic yes, Guy. How about yourself? Yeah, I think guy, it's, going on when, when it becomes an issue, it seems like it's funny, but when it starts to become a regular pattern, then it is a problem. Guy, is Sparky upset? Yeah, he's. I'm at a friend's place, and uh, the dog is clearly upset. Okay, good. It sounds pretty, pretty Add scary. Add some element uh, to the show, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think you're barking up the wrong tree, but that's just me. Yes, guy, no guy. The oh, US Open yes, tennis guy. Is, U.S. Open tennis is riveting. I think from a, a Canadian standpoint, it's yes, guy. But, you know, going back to your earlier segment uh, with the Tennis uh, Canada uh, program, I feel bad for uh, Naomi Osaka and what she's gone through mentally Clearly, this is a woman who's a, who needs some time off and uh, to just get her life in order. Forget about her tennis game. 
I, I agree with you, but I applaud the strength that even in a uh, disappointing uh, press conference where she's talking about a loss, she still had the wherewithal to articulate that she was not happy when she won and not happy when she lost. I mean, that's a very strong statement, and you saw the emotion it was delivered with. Not everybody has the strength to do that, and I, I, she should be applauded because by her ability to do that, that allows other people to see that and, and, and uh, you know, sort of articulate their feelings because that that's the biggest part of the struggle there is to, to let people know how you feel when you're not happy. Yeah, for, for people who don't follow tennis, Naomi Osaka basically came a few weeks ago said she didn't want to do the post-media uh, uh, conferences after games because it was just mentally taking a lot out of her and some of the questions she was finding hard to ask. She was fine for not doing these things. Then she comes back, and again, we saw what happened with what you're talking about. This is an extraordinary situation that reminds people that, you know, they're, they're great tennis players, but they're people, and they've got emotions. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's well said. Um, let's see. Where are we here? Yes guy, no guy. This is the wacky one. This is, I, watching the tennis last night, I came up with this. A new sport or a new athletic competition, a tennis serve on a hockey goalie. You're right, guy. That was a crazy question. I don't know how to answer that. Well, you can either say Why yes, did guy you or ask no guy. me that question? Because no I guy. wanted a yes guy or no guy. Okay, fine. Well, I just think it would be interesting because you, you look at those serves that are coming in at 125, 130 miles per hour, that if you could uh, serve on a goaltender who's fully padded, I mean, that, that might be an interesting contest. But apparently Perry says no guy. Go ahead, sir. Speaking of yesterday tennis action, uh, twice a woman was featured drinking a beer, chugging it down. Did that have anything to do with the game? Uh, no, guy. No, it had nothing to do with the game. In fact, uh, I was always told that you're not allowed to show somebody drinking an alcoholic beverage on TV, but that may be an old rule, so it was a little odd. So no guy, an emphatic no guy. How about yourself? I would say yes, guy, because... She did it once. It seemed to grab everybody's attention. She did it twice again. And I'm wondering if that was really necessary, and apparently it is, right, to show a woman chugging beer. So I'll go with yes guy. They felt it was important to do it. Okay. Yes guy, no guy. He lit it up Friday night. Yes guy, no guy. Vernon Adams. No guy. He took advantage of an Ottawa team right now, which is terrible. Their quarterbacking situation is a mess. I think anybody, you know, any reasonable quarterback would have had a great game against Ottawa. So I think Ottawa, no guy, Ottawa has a lot of problems right now. Okay, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go yes guy. I think Vernon Adams is a classic CFL story. I like watching him play, and I applaud what he was able to do Friday night. Go ahead, sir. Do you agree for Hamilton people that it doesn't matter what the team does throughout the year as long as they beat the Argos on Labor Day? Uh, no guy, uh, because this is a great cup year, so they have to be a lot of disappointment if they weren't in the great cup. Uh, it's been a few decades between great cups and Hamilton, so I'm going to go no guy in that. How about yourself? Um, yes, guy, because I've been around that situation long enough to know some people – that's the one game that matters. Now, having said that, I was there for the last time the Grey Cup was in Hamilton, 1996. It was a snowy day. It was incredible. I'm looking forward to seeing the Grey Cup back in Hamilton 
whether or not the Tiger Cats are in it, just because it'll be extraordinary being played in December. Okay, Guy. And on that note, uh, thanks very much. We'll remind everybody Trish Power couldn't make it today, but will be back with us uh, next week. I want to thank Jermaine Franklin for stopping by and putting up with us. and want to thank Herb Braley for stopping by and his continued support. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Yes, Guy. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. Yes, Guy! <laughs> <laughs>